What's going on everybody? Welcome to Terrell Speaks. I'm your host Timothy Wilkes and this is the show where I do commentary on current events as well as other interesting topics. Be sure to support me on my social media platforms, Timothy T. Wilkes on Facebook, Terrell Speaks on YouTube, and Terrell Godemy Wilkes on Instagram. And also to show your support, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, engage, and last but not least, enjoy the show. Okay, now we can get this party started. Uh, I have two stories here. One is dealing with, uh, it's going to be related to Mental Health Awareness Month. Because a lot of us, especially in the black community, we deal with mental health issues and we sweep them under the rug. We don't acknowledge them. We don't. Uh, we have friends that we know that have mental health, and we don't let them get help. We don't let them get help or tell them they need help. We just let we just let it go. Or we either uh, have had parents or have known people that have had people to tell them when they had mental health, they just tell them to suck it up or the quote unquote church phrase to pray about it. But mental health is actually real. It's the realest thing ever because I myself suffer from depression. I know friends have dealt with depression. I know other people that have bipolar. I have people that have dealt with all kinds of other mental illnesses. But the healthiest thing to do to be a healthy-minded person is not a healthy-minded person is not one that has no mental illnesses. A healthy-minded person is one that acknowledges that they need help and are taking steps to get it. It's one that has therapies, one that has that is seeking uh, counsel, that is seeking some kind of precautions to uh, deal with their mental illness, to deal with their trauma, to deal with their past, whatever it takes. But I'm going to be getting into this story here because uh, uh, I gotta uh, I gotta read it here, and I'm gonna give you my thoughts on it and everything. And I have the other story that I'm gonna uh, I got another story about a high speed chase that people have been requesting me to talk about. And uh, yeah, that was a doozy. I have a lot to say about that one. So just just be patient. I'm gonna get to that one. But well, I'm gonna load on both sides on that one because uh, yeah, I, I was pissed off because well, you'll find out, and I'll read that one too. Uh, okay, let's get it. Let's get it going here. On Monday, May third, two thousand twenty-one, Hattiesburg police were contacted regarding a welfare check of a newborn around six p.m. Shortly after receiving the information, a female, Quintisha Portis, was taken into custody outside of a residence on Elder Lane. Portis, 19, was charged with one count of felony child abuse causing serious bodily harm intentionally of a three-week-old. The newborn, as well as a two-year-old, were turned over to other family members with the help of Child Protective Services. Portis was booked into Forest County Jail and the investigation is ongoing. Update May 4th, 2021 at 8 p.m. Quintasha Portis, 19 of Hattiesburg, who was arrested on Monday, May 3rd, 2021, is now facing a second count of felony child abuse as the investigation has progressed. Portis still remains in custody at Forest County Jail. Now, uh, about this, there's a mental illness called postpartum depression. Now we have that. I, I'm aware of mental illnesses. I'm aware of that kind of thing. I'm aware, but there should have been some people in place to ensure these children's safety because we we're 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 aware of postpartum depression, and I know that. But this child, these children are we're still in danger. You know, that's an illness that occurs after the birth of the child, and a lot of times, uh, you know, I. I I've seen it happen in animals too. You have some animals that kill their own offspring, but 
you have parents that that strike against their child as well. There's uh, clearly a mental illness going on. Um, I don't know if she should have went to jail because there's if there's a postpartum depression there, she should have been evaluated by a psychiatrist, someone that can actually help her in this regard because mental health is very real. Mental health is 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 uh, is out there. And there's something that needs to be done about it, especially in our community. And we don't usually get the help that we need because we don't have the available resources. So what I say is we should be willing to do something about it to take initiative. I just don't like the fact that uh, a child's life, maybe two children, their lives were in danger when it came to this. Um, a, three week, a three-week-old baby, it's, it's just, I mean, something... Uh, has to be done about this because you know there's some has to be some accountability because uh the baby could have died you know kids kids get killed like this you have uh i've seen cases where the mother had the baby and threw a threw a baby across the room threw the infant across the room there are cases where the mom tries to kill the child there are a lot of cases like this there are this mental illness is just so i think people should be monitored more closely after giving birth uh there should be someone there to monitor to make sure there's no postpartum depression because this happens very often in our uh, in our community especially in other communities too but in ours especially we have to make sure there's someone in the room we have to make sure these mothers have some type of supervision especially after uh, the child is born because this can happen when there's no one around to watch her to protect the child or to, there has to be somebody around that's why a lot of cases where you know, you know in the old school the grandparents are usually around to to watch the child to take care of the child to give the mother a break because this thing can happen often i used to see why the uh, grandparents would come around when the child was born and before the child was born the grandparents would get more involved they're there to be with the mother and uh, also take care of the child to give the mother a break because these things can happen you know it sucks it's terrible it's horrible terrible but these things can happen and i hate that that happened i hate that uh, this child had suffered injuries and, you know I, I i hate this because it's just very sad it happens a lot in our community um and my even my next story there's a lot to unpack in that story uh this this uh psychotic person got his child killed but um you know, put his child in harm's way. We we have to start protecting our chi- kid. We have to start protecting our children because uh, uh, Makala Bryant, that situation didn't have to go as far as it did. And I'm just speaking out about children. We our kids are in harm's way. We just let let our kids be put in harm's way, or when things happen, we let the police handle it, and then we know they're not going to handle it correctly. They do it how they want to do it. They're going to handle it the way they want. Uh, of course, they shouldn't do it that way, but they're, that's not gonna, nothing's going to stop them from doing it like that until we actually get the rights that we want or whatever. But, like I said, let's go back to this, this case here. She, uh, she obviously has some kind of mental condition. Postpartum depression is no joke. It's nothing to play around with. So, that's all that has to be said about that one. She obviously was dealing with some kind of mental illness. And I'm not using that to justify her causing harm to this child. But if she, if those thoughts cross her mind, she probably doesn't need custody right now. She probably needs to go get help. Probably needs to have some kind of a, 
some reevaluation because sometimes that can be permanent. Postpartum can, depression can be permanent. You have a lot of cases. I have people that have come to me about what their mothers used to do to them as a child and have still are still treated them a certain way to this day because postpartum depression sometimes can linger and be permanent, can be permanent damage to where the mother continuously abuses the child, continuously put their child in harm's way, and they just go off the deep end. And they never come back from it. So it's something that has to be looked into. It's something that has to be, we have to monitor more closely. Because a lot of these mothers, uh, having these babies alone, it causes them to break down. It causes them to have these kind of problems. It causes them to have these kind of issues. And they lose their minds. Because the, uh, the process of giving childbirth is just not easy. I've seen it myself. It's not easy. It, I've seen it, how it impacts their mind. And, and it's, not a, uh, it's not a pretty thing. Because they go through all different types of emotions Even without postpartum depression There's all different types of emotions there They need some kind of support They need some kind of guidance They need somebody there with them Or else things like this can happen Because they're not able to uh, function like this A lot of them aren't able to do this on their own So they need someone there with them That's why a lot of times the grandparents are there Or other family members are there Or the husband or That's why uh, order is there for a reason But that's not the show for that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in my other show But uh, Like I said mental health is real And uh, We need to monitor that kind of stuff More closely There, there should have been some family there There should have been other family members there While the You know the whole the whole, th- the whole time while uh, the mother After the mother gave birth Three week old child The mother was still dealing with postpartum depression That's still there the mother had no one there. Mother had no support. That's that's what I saw from this. So I, I could read deep off into this stuff. If she, someone, if the child was had damage like that, had harm like that come to her, no one was around. No one was around to, to support her. No one was around to give her the help that she needed. No one was around to uh, take care of the child. So these kind of things can happen. When children are left alone and left without care, left without help, because after the mother is, gives birth, this is critical. That's a critical time. They have to be monitored close because postpartum depression is real. Mental health is real. And even I'll even say this uh, to tag on the Mental Health Awareness Month. If your child says something to you about them being depressed, about them not wanting to live anymore, about them not being happy, about them being sad, we should really look into this. We should take time out to look into that because those things... Are, are real with those things are, exist we can't just sit there and tell them to suck it up or tell them to pray about it or tell them to just well god will take care of the god will handle it the god we got to stop doing that we got to start dealing in reality here oh it'll, it'll, it'll be all right no it may it doesn't have to be all right we have to make certain things all right warning comes before destruction so it doesn't have to be all right even though if you want to go into god or say it'll be all right i can even use scripture too warning comes before destruction Okay, so your kid's saying he's depressed. Your kid's saying she's suicidal. Your kid's saying somebody's touching them. Somebody's messing with them. They're not happy. They're being molested or something like that. Whatever. We have to be attentive to that kind of stuff because those are warning signs. So if you don't heed the warning, you're gonna face destruction. Then you can't get mad when the, when the thing hits. But that's all I have to say on that one. That that's that's just a case right there. Mental health awareness uh, for Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental health awareness is real. And we have to be uh, attentive to that because those things happen when it comes to kids, when it comes to uh, to babies, and it's unfortunate. But uh, we we have to be pro- more proactive when it comes to that. If uh, 
we have a child and fellas if you have a, a, a woman that you are having a child with you have to make sure that she's okay after she gave birth be there for the birth be there to support her because part of the depression is real and you can't um can't let her just slip into that and then your child goes and gets is put in harm's way you know because she's not herself in this point i'm not justifying what she did but i'm saying these things are real we have to put things in place i i, I always make i challenge people to think to be proactive because these things happen you know i, I can't you know just lay into her because she has postpartum depression she has a mental illness going on here and uh it's unfortunate i hate that i hate that the baby was injured i have a soft spot for babies for infants for children but we have to uh do what's necessary to protect our children we have to do that because i hate saying this kind of stuff i hate hearing stories like this but the moment you've all been waiting for is next um there's this high speed chase that I wanted to uh, get into and I'm going to cover it. I seen the video where they shot the car and they just knowing the baby was in the car, but I'm, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to read the story and then I'm going to give my opinion. I'm going to talk about it. Let's go. A double homicide suspect from Louisiana is dead following a multi agency vehicle pursuit that began in Louisiana and ended in Harrison County, officials confirmed Monday. Harrison County Coroner. Brian Switzer said the suspect, identified as Eric Darrell Smith, died of multiple gunshot wounds. A four-month-old child in the car with Smith at the time sustained injuries. Biloxi Police Chief John Miller said the boy was at Merritt Health in Biloxi in stable condition, then transferred to USA Children's and Women's Hospital in Mobile, Alabama. Smith is a suspect in a double homicide that happened early Monday morning near Baker in rural East Baton Rouge Parish. East Baton Rouge Sheriff's deputies responded around 11.30 a.m. to 911 hang-up call from the 2000 block of Richmond Street in Baker. Smith's ex-girlfriend lives at the address. When deputies got to the home, they found the shooting victims identified by the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office at Christian Parker 32 and her nephew Brandon Parker 26. Smith left the home in a blue Nissan Altima and had the four-month-old baby with him. The top priority for Louisiana authorities was to locate the child unharmed, so they immediately released details of the incident to the public. Biloxi police are handling the investigation onto Smith's death because the Mississippi Highway Patrol, Gulfport Police Department, and the Harrison County Sheriff's Office took part in the chase. The pursuit began in Louisiana and ended on Interstate 10 just west of Rural Market exit in Harrison County. Both lanes of I-10 Eastwood were shut down from the Carolina Rain exit for several hours as a result. Biloxi police said in a press release Monday that they were notified at approximately 2.52 p.m. that Smith had been found on I-10 near Gulfport heading east. At that point, multiple law enforcement agencies were attempting to stop Smith, who had two flat tires. As the chase entered Biloxi, Smith drove into the median in an attempt to cross it to get onto I-10 westbound, but the car got stuck in the grass near mile marker 40. As he exited the vehicle, police said shots were fired and Smith was hit. Medical attention was given to Smith, but he died at the scene. Switzer got to the scene around 4.30 p.m. 
Miller said the investigation is continuing. And there was an update on that one also. The infant's son was dead. So they shot and killed this guy. They shot and killed the boy. Here's my thing. They shot and killed a baby. They unloaded on this car. They unloaded on. I seen the video. I saw the video. There's no denying it. There's no denying anything. They shot and killed a baby. Earlier in the article, they said they wanted to find the child unharmed. So you wanted to find the child unharmed, but you killed him. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Doesn't make perfect sense. You want you want the child unharmed, but you shoot him. Okay. I'm gonna attack both sides, like I always do, because I that's just who I am. Um, I'm gonna attack the idiot that did this and got his son killed. He killed the mother of his child. It was in the article, and he killed her nephew. I'm gonna also attack the way the police handled the situation. They didn't care about the safety of the child. They didn't care about his safety. They didn't care about anything like that. They they just they didn't care. They only were concerned about killing someone. It just seemed like they just wanted to kill somebody. That's what it seemed like. That's from the article, from the video. It just seemed like they were just eager to kill. Cause they didn't care. They knew the baby was in the car. They knew the baby was with them because it said it in the article. They knew the baby. He had the baby with him. They found the baby's mom dead. They found the nephew dead. Okay, guys. Um, this is my thing. Police could have handled that way better than that. You shoot up a baby. You shoot an infant. What did he do to deserve this? We know the guy. He killed two people and was on the run. But what did the baby do to deserve it? Why is he? Why does he have to get shot? Why? Why do the children have to get killed and shot by police? What did they do? You know what? What did the baby do? I'm, I'm trying to figure this out You know I understand that they wanted to uh, subdue him I understand they wanted to do that But the baby What did the baby have to do to this What What? I mean I, I just don't understand it You kill a baby You kill an infant He had nothing to do with the crime He didn't kill anyone He didn't hurt anyone He just wanted to live life He had nothing to do with this stuff He had nothing to do with the, with the crime With any of that and you shoot him dead. And it's like no one cares. The police don't care. They just, you know. They shouldn't have did that. They should have handled it better than that. If they knew that he had the baby with him. Okay. You have other cases. We all, we, now we all know. If they were uh, of another descent. It wouldn't have happened like that. It wouldn't have went down that way. They would have made sure the baby was safe. They would have made. They would have tried to disarm him another way without killing him. They would have tried to do it another way. They would have tried to be, uh, try to handle it different. Just like with uh, uh, Macaulay Bryant. Just like with other people, they would have tried to handle it different. Because I've seen cases where uh, the cops got beat up by the police. I mean, the, the police got beat up by civilians because they weren't trying to kill them, and they got handled another way. But. I put it like this. <sighs> you racist pieces of trash.
you could have handled that situation better. I think all those officers that was involved deserve to be fired. They deserve to be stripped of their officer rank. They deserve everything that the prison system has for them. Because you killed a child for no reason. The child had nothing to do with this. The child had nothing to do with murder. The child didn't kill anybody. The child didn't hurt anybody. They don't care about the children. Our children are not cared about or loved or looked after. That's why I put these two stories uh, side by side. Our children are always in harm's way. And this idiot here, this guy that kills his baby's mother, that kills her nephew, and tries to flee and run. This psychotic evil piece of trash did this and fleed. Put the child in harm's way. See, we got to stop. Everyone's not suitable to be parents. This just proves it. Everybody's not suitable to have kids. Some people just don't need kids. If you act like this, if you know that you're going to snap out and kill somebody and, and you're, you're just quick to murder, why would you even have a child? Why would you have a child? The child was in harm's way. The child died. The child was is, was executed. And we, 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 I'm going to say this too. Black people, speaking to you guys, speaking to us, us. If we know that police will not treat us fairly, if we know that that's how they handle situations, if we know they will shoot first and ask questions second, if we know that this is how they handle things, if we know um, this is how they do it, George Floyd, if we know this is how they, this is how they do it, Rihanna Taylor, if we know this is how they handle business, Makayla Bryant, if we know this is how they do it, why do we? And what about this other lady that uh, I forgot her name? This other lady, she was. She was about to be put on her arrest. She ran from the police. She was tased. While she was being tased, she went in the car, got her gun, and shot the police. Now, she was being pulled over because the car she was driving had warrants. Her uh, her boyfriend was a criminal. He had warrants for his arrest. He was She was driving his car around, and then she had drugs in the car. Why do we put ourselves in these predicaments to where the police have to get involved? If we know they're not going to treat us fairly, if we know they're not going to do right by us, if we know they're not going to uh, handle it according to police protocol, why do we put ourselves and other people in harm's way? This evil person killed two people. Two people killed the mother of his child, you sick, evil person, you. Now, I don't feel sorry for him being shot. I don't feel sorry for that at all. If anybody doesn't value life, I didn't feel sorry for them if they get that. They, he, he, he took two lives. He, he removed his son's mother. He killed his, her nephew. He took, kidnapped the son and got the son killed. We know the police do things. We know they do what they want. We know they don't handle things like they should. We know that, we, especially with us, we can't get away with the same things other people get away with. We keep expecting it. We keep expecting to get away with other, uh, with different types of crimes, different types of actions. Well, when 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 white people commit crimes, they can get away with it. But but why? Do, if we know that we're not treated fairly, if we know we have a higher conviction rate, if we know that when the police come, they're not going to treat us right, if we know this. Then why do we keep putting ourselves in that position? I'm, just, I'm trying to show us to think. I'm trying to teach us how to think. We have to learn how to think and maneuver better than what we're doing. It's like with Kyle Bride. The police shouldn't have to got. Police shouldn't have gotten involved. 
the neighborhood people should have handled it. All those adults that were around in that area, they should have handled that. They should have defused that fight. But when the police step in and handle it, we go to crying and whining. They're not going to treat us fairly. We have to stop expecting that. Until the change comes, until certain laws, rules, and regulations are changed, we have people in place that are doing that, that are fighting. But until then, we have to adjust. We have to learn to adjust. We have to learn to maneuver. We can't get away with, with the. I'll tell you this. I'll ask you this. What if Barack Obama felt, you know, he could do what everybody else did? He could do what all the other presidents did to get in office. Uh, George Bush got away with it. Bill Clinton got away with this and that. What if he felt like that? Reagan got away with it, so I can do it. He would have never made it, guys. That's what I'm telling you. As blacks, a lot of the blacks that made it, a lot of the black people that have made it and made it successful to became something, they had to do things differently. They had to maneuver. They had to adjust. Why don't we adjust? If we want to live, we want to survive, we have to start teaching our parents. We have to start teaching well, our, our parents, our children. We have to start teaching our children how to talk to police, how to deal with police, how to respect police. If we know that we get treated different, if we know that we can't afford to slip, if we know this, then why do we continue? It's cause and effect. We know certain things. We know we're not going to get treated fairly. And of course, there are cases where the guys cooperate, where the people cooperated, just like the lieutenant in the military. The police pulled him over, treated him like a dog. I've seen that. I know cases like that. That infuriates me also. He was treated like a dog. They disgraced his uniform, and that was a racist scumbag. You have cases like that. You have some cases where the cop was not in the wrong. You have I've seen videos too where we've completely disrespected police officers. I've seen places cases where the cops were completely in the wrong. I've seen both sides. So I'm not gonna sit here and just blame blame them for everything. It's all the police are bad, all police are evil. No. But in this case, I do it case by case because that's what it is. Because every cop doesn't represent the same thing. Those cops, those evil person people, those evil people. They shot in a baby. Okay? They shot a baby. They don't have any intention in doing right. They don't have any intention in showing us love. They don't have any intention in doing what they should do as officers. We know how they treat us. I know there are racist cops out there. Because I had to deal with some. I had to go to court a while back for some prejudice. I had to fight some prejudice charge. They tried to lock me up. But I had to fight. I did it the right way. I did it the legal way. I went to court. And handled the right way And I was set free But We have to We have to understand They're not going to do right by us Until things change They're not going to do right by us This evil psychotic person Got this baby killed This infuriates me man They killed a baby I hate that They killed a child These police All of them should have been fired Every last one of them That was involved They should have been fired why would you give command to shoot a child? To, sh- to light up a car and shoot a child? It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me at all. To me, it's just its the most horrific thing ever. On both sides, it's horrific. Because, of course, we know it could have been handled different. Because you have, you have people of other ethnic groups. They shot up schools. They shot up churches. They shot up different places. They shot up whole places. What did they get? They got a Happy Meal. They got escorted to McDonald's, to Wendy's. 
you get a happy meal if, if you're if if you're not of African American descent you commit a crime or you shoot up a place, you shoot up a whole school, you shoot up a movie theater, you get a happy meal. You get a Big Mac. Okay? You get a Big Mac. They 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 didn't get any penalties for that. They get treated way different. We know this. And it's terrible. It's it's horrible. I, I, I see it, I know. But if we know this, if we know we can't get away with these things. We gotta stop doing stuff. We gotta stop putting our our children in harm's way. This guy put his child in harm's way. If he hadn't been a, a, a brainless, psychotic, psychopath idiot, this wouldn't have never happened. We know they don't care about us. We know the police. Like I said, we know they like to shoot first. We know this. We know they'll shoot to neutralize a threat. If they see us, they see us as a threat. So they will neutralize any way possible. We know that. We know we're not going to get treated fair. We know we're not going to get a fair treatment. So why? Both I hold both sides accountable. Because that guy, it should have never happened. None of that should have ever happened. He shouldn't have been an evil person to take out his own son's mother. How evil do you have to be? How twisted and psycho do you have to be to take out your own son's mother and her nephew? And kidnap your son. Now you and your child are dead, sir. You have you got your whole family killed. And it's just terrible. It's the most horrible thing ever. You have you have other guys that kill their they kill their parent and kill themselves. They kill their, I mean they kill their uh, baby's mother and kill themselves. Now the child has no parents, or they'll kill the baby mother. And now they go to prison. Now the child has no parents. We don't care about the children like we should. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to our community. We don't care about our children like we should. We don't protect our children like we should. We don't. I mean, we, we have them in harm's way. We don't teach them how to respect police, how to operate police. With Makai Bryant. When the police showed up, everything should have stopped. We know how they act. We know how they do. And then when they pull out a gun and shoot... Now we want to stop. Now we want to freeze. Now we want to be afraid. When they pulled up, everything should have ceased. Because we know they're not going to act right. We know they're not going to handle the situation like they should. Okay, yeah, we know he should have handled it better. We know he shouldn't have shot her four times. We know that. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do to protect our children? What are we going to do to protect ourselves? What are we going to do to make sure we go home to our families? We have to be proactive. If they're not going to change, we have to change. I know. I know we're going to have some people say, oh, why should we have to? Because that's the way it is. We have to stop putting our false sense of reality on life. That's the way life is. It's not fair. It's never been fair. But we learn to adjust. We adjust. We adapt. We overcome. We've always done it. We've always done it. We've done it in slavery. We've done it during civil rights. We've done it during all kinds of stuff. We've done it through segregation and everything else. It's not um, desegregation that destroyed our community. You know what destroyed our community? Uh, destroying the family dynamic. The fact that the family dynamic is no longer in place. You have single mothers and kids. There's no husband. There's no father. You just have single mothers and kids. The family dynamic is gone. And now it's just chaos. You got guys going out to be thugs. 
You got women, you know, that they're stuck in welfare cycles. Welfare is is a handicap. We're on. We're, it's, it's a cycle, guys. And the whole uh, whole civil rights thing has been a cycle with George Floyd and all this. Every time somebody dies, we get upset, we get mad, we riot, we loot, and then it goes back down. We get upset, we get mad, we riot, we loot, and then it goes back down. We get upset, we get mad, we loot, and then it goes back down. We only do that when, and then we get like this when somebody dies. It's a cycle, and who's gonna put a stop to it? You know, somebody's gotta put a stop to this stuff. You know, we we have to we have to start coming back together as a community. We're divided as a community. We're so divided and separated. That's why you have men versus women, black men versus black women. You know, it, it, it's it's sickening to me because we're divided, and that's what <laughs> that's what that's what's welcome. Because now we're divided. The whole you know the whole phrase divide and conquer. Yeah. Why would a father kill the mother of his child? That's just straight up evil. That's just that's terrible. We do these things to ourselves. We do a lot of things to ourselves. I understand police. There's police brutality. I understand it's real. I understand there are cases where the guys or the women have done nothing wrong. They still get harassed. They still get shot. There are cases like that. But some cases that I've seen, you know, uh, like the woman that mistook her gun for a taser. I know he was fleeing. He was trying to. He was trying to resist. He was trying to get back in his car because he had warrants. He was trying to get back in his car. He didn't want to go to jail. But we have to uh, stop being so impulsive because those things can. Co- you have dangerous people around. You have people that don't like you, and they have dangerous weapons. Why would we use impulse to react? I understand there's fear in there. I understand all of that, but we can't let that be our first reaction. We have to start training one another. On how to act around police. We have to start uh, helping and showing each other how to deal with police. We have to start teaching our children this. How to deal with police. When we're being pulled over by police. When we're being harassed by police. What to say. What not to say. It has to happen. I know it shouldn't be like that way. I know that life should be fair. I know that life should be better than that. But it's not the case. So we have to start embracing reality. They're not going to treat us fairly. They're not going to do right by us. So we have to start being more proactive about it. We have to start acting different. We have to start moving different. You understand? Um, this is sad. It's unfortunate that this baby died. That infuriates me. They shouldn't have shot this baby. They knew that. They could have handled it better than that. Like I said, they've they've handled other cases where non-African American people were handled different. They took them to get Happy Meals and took them on trips and all this other crap. They didn't kill them. They some of them didn't even get charged. So I'm just saying, man. We get heavier sentences. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, the system is rigged against us. Yeah, it's all bad. Yeah, we have uh, more racial encounters. Yeah, all that's screwed up. It's all screwed up. But guess what? We have to adjust. We have to evolve. We know the cops aren't going to treat us right. We have to start policing our own neighborhoods. We have to start protecting our children. When you have people, a group of people, a group of children fighting, they're trying to jump this person. Adults should have intervened in that. Adults should have stopped that. We got to start thinking different. I'm saying this because we got to start thinking that we know the police aren't going to act right. I'll, I'll give you an example. There's a dog. Every time you go try to pet it on the head, it bites you on the hand. It bites your hand. It bites your hand. You keep doing it every day. Keep biting your hand. That's how we are with the police. We keep expecting them to change. 
we keep expecting things to just be different even though we're doing the same thing over and over and over and over we keep expecting it to be different but it's not going to be the case guys they're not going to change anytime soon you have laws in place of course we're going to put laws in place in order for them to act differently but until then we need to start adjusting how many people are going to die before we start taking back over our neighborhoods how many people are going to die before we restore the family dynamic in our community how many people are going to die before we start thinking different before we start moving different before we start putting things in place to protect our family protect our husband our wives our children how many people are going to die before we start start thinking start using our heads guys I'm seeing all these situations A lot of these situations Some of them where the guys Tried to run from the police Some of them where the guys uh, One guy was shooting at the police It was, it was different cases We had we to start doing it different We got to start teaching our, our, our offspring different I start teaching our friends our, We have to start acting different We can't do what everybody else does We can't do what other people get away with We know that We know that non-African American races uh, Have a lesser sentence When they have drugs on them if we know that though If we know we get the maximum sentence If we know they're going to throw the book at us Why do we still do it when we know it's not fair Why do we still do it when we know we're going to pay the maximum penalty We have to adjust Screw everything else Screw the fact that it's not fair We know that already We know it We know they were racist We know they were prejudiced We know they were wrong for shooting that baby We know this That infuriates me all the way However If that evil idiot didn't kill his child I mean didn't uh, kill his baby's mother didn't kill her nephew and go on a run none of that would have happened okay they wouldn't have had to deal with the racist police if they would have defused the situation with Makala Bryant if the adults in the neighborhood would have came together and stopped the fights there wouldn't have been a situation where it was a death we have to keep them out of our business guys because even statistics say we call the police more than anybody else. We call them more than anybody. But we then we turn around and when they handle the situation, we call them racist. We call them prejudiced. If we know this, if they're so bad, if they're so evil, not saying all of them are. I'm just I'm being you know I'm using I'm using our words against us here. If they're so bad, why do we do things to get them involved? Why do we keep relying on them to handle situations? Why do we do it? Why do we put ourselves in situations where the police come looking for us? Why do we put ourselves in situations where we have to get pulled over? You know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of cases where they were innocent. Just like the lieutenant. They pulled him over. It was all racial. That was all crap. He was a racist scumbag. And I can say that because I've seen the video on that. I've seen the video in a lot of cases where they were just being harassed for no reason. I've seen these cases I, I, I know I see the hurt I know the hurt I know the pain And all of that But Let's solve the problem guys We know that We're not going to get treated fairly We know we don't We don't have We don't get the same respect That they get Even though we've earned the respect We're not going to get it Sometimes Sometimes we're not going to get it That's why I always say uh, Every black person That need, needs to have a lawyer We should invest our money In other things We should invest things In other Other than uh, Things that's going to make us broke We should invest in, in Stocks uh, Businesses Whatever Something that's going to make our money grow So we can afford lawyers You know We, we got to have lawyers on speed dial guys We got to We got to start tightening up Because Obviously They're going to do They're going to keep doing stuff like this 
because I, I read about uh, people being killed on my first show. And oh, it's not going to stop, guys. And uh, it, it saddens me. You know, it saddens me that, that a child had to be killed. But if we stop putting our children in danger, it'll stop happening, guys. We keep putting our children in danger. We, we, we do this constantly. Kids shouldn't be involved in this kind of stuff. He, had, he, he involved his son in this crap. He's a homicidal maniac. Well, he was. He was a homicidal maniac. He was crazy as all get out. He was crazy as a run over dog. That's why I say that too. Ladies, you got to be careful. What guys you choose. What guys you decide to have kids by. What guys you decide to partner up with. You got some evil psychotic bastards out there. You do. You have some. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. Evil psychotic bastards. They don't care. They'll molest your kid. They'll rape your kid. They'll kill your child. They'll kill you. They'll kill themselves. They don't care. They don't value life. They don't value anything. They're heartless, soulless demons. Demonic pieces of trash. They don't care. They don't care about your kid. So it's up to us, guys. We gotta we gotta start taking better initiative when it comes to this. We gotta come back together as a community. Because this is this is this is crap. You know? We know that they we're out of line for this but we do things too you know we have to stop getting them involved if that's the case we have to do better have to start policing our community better we have to start protecting our children better we have to keep them out of harm's way even if it means keeping them away from racist police I say racist police because all of them aren't racist I ran across some good cops I ran across some pretty cool cops I had some as neighbors they were really uh, cool and easy going but you also have the racist idiots out there, the ignorant pieces of trash out there, the scumbags. You have those. And in life, you have to learn how to deal with everybody. You have to learn how to deal with all people from all walks of life. You have to learn how to deal with professional people, business people, uneducated people, idiots, psycho- psychopaths. You have to learn how to deal with all of them because you're going to be faced with all of them sometimes. Sometimes our kids going into this world unprepared. Because these cops know that. These cops, some of these racist idiots, they know that these uh, kids aren't prepared. They know these they know these children are young and they can take advantage of them. They can trigger them, make them angry, and take advantage. They can mistreat them because they don't, they're not having been briefed. So we have to start making provisions. We have to prepare. This is like a war, but we're it's more intelligent war. You know? So I understand the fury. I understand the frustration. I feel it. But it's on both sides. I can't just uh, I can't lay into the police officers without also laying into the idiot that put himself in that position to be faced with these officers. He got his son killed, guys. He killed his baby's mother and killed her nephew and got his son killed. He put his son in harm's way. Now him and his son, all these people are dead. You have four deaths. Four people are dead because of one idiot. We do things too, guys. We do things too. We can't sit here and just give them all the blame. We can't give all the blame to racist police. We do stuff too. And we have to stop it. It's clear. Like I said, that woman, she could have just got put under arrest, but she decided 
to go in her car and shoot the cop. She was driving around in a car that was marked. The car had warrants. And she's driving around in it and she has drugs on her. We got to stop this. We do stuff too. We do things. We have to realize that we do things. We got to realize our part in it too. We do stuff. That car has warrants. So you know the police are going to be looking for this guy. You know you're going to. You stand a chance of getting pulled over. So we, we can't. We can't. We can't keep doing this kind of stuff. And then blaming racism for it. We know racism is out there. We know prejudice is out there. We know this kind of stuff is out here. But we don't do anything to change it. We don't. Okay. What are we going to do about it? How are we going to fix it? How are we going to keep it? How are we going to. Okay. We need to start teaching our children. How to talk to the police when they're put when they're approached by an officer? They have to learn. They have to be trained and brief. How are we gonna stop it? How are we gonna even at least lessen it? Because there is a psychology behind it. If you respond a certain way, they're gonna respond a certain way. You know, if you respond aggressive, they're gonna respond aggressive. Just like when uh, like the guy tried to get in back into his car. Yeah, she mistake the gun for a taser. She said that. We, of course, that's not acceptable. But let's just say if they had a lawyer in place and he allowed them to place him under arrest, all of that could have ended differently. Let's say those warrants could have been minor for all we know. If he had warrants, let's say if it was bogus, let's say if it was made up, he would have been home. To sign, cause I, I, had, I had a friend that was uh, arrested like that. Chance something was wrong with his license. He was home before the day was up. Those things can happen. And even if it, they, they arrest you for no reason Once they clear it up If you have a lawyer in place If you have things in place You can fight it You can do it the legal way You don't have to run from the police You don't have to fight the police We can do these We have to do better We have to start putting ourselves in, in a better position We can't be walking around here broke And then something happens And we're just stuck We gotta, we gotta think I know people might not like what I'm saying I know people might not like it People might not be accustomed to this style but I, I, I hold everybody accountable That needs to be held accountable Those cops yeah They all should be fired Those are evil pieces of trash To kill an infant To kill a baby Not have any regard for a child's life Yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm all for that Yes They all need to be fired They all need to lose their jobs Yes But But now This other evil Sorry excuse For an idiot Put his child in harm's way too He went on a high speed chase Put his child in harm's way. Of course, like I said, the situation could have been handled different. But, 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 there's always a but in there. If he had not been a psychotic moron and did a double homicide and put his son in the car after he did a double homicide. The police would not have killed him in the first place. That situation would have never happened if he hadn't been a crazed maniac. That kind of stuff infuriates me. I'm just, I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's terrible. I can't stand it. So it's just irresponsibility on both parts. He should even had a son. He should never even had a child. He should have. He didn't even need. He never should have even been in a relationship with anybody. People like that deserve to be taken off the streets, just like the other non-African American people 
that were uh, shooting up schools, shooting up houses. I feel the same way about them. Any anybody, no matter what color you are, no matter what race, what creed, if you don't value human life, if you're willing to take away human lives and not give a crap about what you do, you don't need to be on the streets. You need to have your life taken. That's just how I feel about it. So I don't care about black, white, Asian. I don't care. If you don't value life, you deserve to suffer the consequences. You know, so he so this this is a very sad story. And I had a lot to say about it. I really hate it happened. And I also had to hold both sides accountable. You know. That's just the way that it is, it's unfortunate. I hate child died I hate it with all my heart I hate it that his son was killed in the process his son was caught in the crossfire that's why we have to we have to take these are signs man these are signs guys we have to do a better job protecting our children we have to do a better job with Makala Bryant with the other this other child that was killed we have to do a better job at protecting our children keeping our kids away from the cops because we don't know which ones are like that and which ones aren't you know we have to stop uh putting these police in the situation to where they have to intervene in our problems we can't keep doing this if we know that we're not being treated fairly if we know that we're not going to get a fair treatment we know we're not going to get a fair trial if we know they're going to throw us throw us under the jail for stuff that people other people get probation for we got to get our act together. We got to adjust. We got to adjust our lives according to that. You know, it, we can't go the same route. We can't make the same mistakes. We know this by now. We know this by now, guys. It's happened over and over and over and over. If someone shows you the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over, it's time to adjust. It's time to start doing different. It's time to start moving. We know we can't do it the same way. We, we see it. We've been seeing it. We've been seeing uh, black people get sentenced to life in prison for ounces of marijuana. We've been seeing uh, black people getting falsely convicted of rape, or they get higher sentences, much higher sentences, even if they uh, rape or molest a child. They get, they might get life, but when um, non-African Americans commit the same crime, they get probation. I think it should be fair across the board because they're either way it's sick and disgusting and detestable. I think non-African American they should get the same charge. If if the black man gets 20 years, then the white woman touching her kids should get 20 years. That's what I believe. But we know the system's not fair. We know that things aren't aren't right. We know that we already know this now. We know it. There's no denying it. There's no denying we're going to get treated different. There's no denying it. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do, guys? That's just my question for the day. What are we going to do? What are we going to do about it? Are we going to adjust? Are we going to start back policing our communities? Are we going to try to restore the family dynamic? Are we going to start raising our kids to learn how to deal with police, to learn how to deal with racism, even though, like I said, it shouldn't be that way. shouldn't have to do all this. shouldn't have to go around the block just to get across the street. But that's the reality that we have to live so we have to it's only going to make us smarter it's only going to make us stronger it's only going to make us better it wasn't segregation that ruined our community it was destruction of the family dynamic 
when men were taken out of the household, that was the end of it. When a lot of men were thrown, when men were thrown in jail or got hooked on drugs and all this kind of stuff, that was the end of the black community, guys. We have to restore that. We have to restore it. We have to come off this feminist crap that you don't need a man and all this other stuff. We have to come up off of that. And guys, we have to come up off this whole thing that uh, where we feel that women are beneath us and all this other stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack in that too. I went over toxic relationships and stuff too. I went over for a reason. Family dynamic. It needs to be restored because that's the part we have no protection. Our women have no protection. Our kids have no protection. You can see it going on. Our women are getting attacked directly. Our kids are getting attacked directly. It's a bigger picture than just black and white and all that. It's a way bigger picture than that. But I'm, I'm talking from this perspective because this is a secular show. Now, if this topic is to be uh, discussed from the bigger perspective with God and all that stuff, I'll cover it on my T-Dub show. But for now, I'm just covering... I'm on the front lines with this topic right now because it's secular. Um, we got to start doing better as a community as far as when it comes to bringing our people together with family dynamics, with the village, all that stuff. When all that stuff was destroyed, when all that stuff was broken, um, that was the end. That was the beginning of the end. So that's all I had to say on this topic. You know, just let me know what you guys think. I, I, I ran it on in love. I've laid into both topics, both sides. You know, I had to speak my piece on that one. I had a whole bunch to say on it, as well as other different topics that I mentioned. Because I, I get sick and tired of the same stuff happening over and over and over and over and over. It's a cycle. I've been looking at it, I've been seeing it. It's a cycle. Stuff happens, we get mad, and then we go right back into doing what we used to do. It's a cycle. And we have to put a stop to it. It's up to us to make the change. We can't rely on the government to make a change. We can't rely on racist police to make a change. We gotta stop hoping they'll change their behavior. We, as people, have to put things in place. We all need lawyers in place. Everyone needs a lawyer in place. Uh, in case something like this happens, in case you're falsely convicted of a crime, in case you have certain things going on in your life, you need a lawyer in place so you can fight legally because that's what they're going to come at you legally. So we have to play their game. We have to move a certain way. That's all I'm saying. We just got to think. Just think about this. If you got to listen to this two or three times, just think about it, guys. Let's just start thinking when it comes to this. I understand we have an unfair system. We have unfair odds. The odds are against us, but we can overcome. You know the song We Shall Overcome? We can overcome. If we beat slavery, this is nothing compared to slavery. This is nothing compared to what our ancestors did. Our ancestors had to overcome way worse than this. If we overcame slavery, guys, we can do this. We can beat this. We know we they were unfairly treated then. They were unfairly treated during Jim Crow. They were unfairly treated during segregation and all that. But guess what they did? They adjusted. They fought too. But they adjusted according to their environment, according to their situation, according to their surroundings. They still adjusted. They made the necessary adjustments until more rights were given. That's what we have to do here. How many people got to die? How many of our children have to die? Because they, they, they all deserve to be fired. All those cops need to be fired. 
I've said that many times during this podcast and outside of it for killing that baby. You kill a baby. That deserve to be fired. And like I said, because who kills a child? Who does that? But anyway, this is very sad, guys. But that's all I had to say for this topic. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to tune in to the next podcast. I'm out. <laughs>